crowded. You see what happens when you try to do a podcast, right? When you try to do a podcast and you leave the door open, everyone, ru everyone rushes in. I wish everything would just be clear for a whole podcast for once. It's the the chances of that are zero. Well, the chances of um, us getting um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, okay. I don't. Send them these, out. These girls are out of control. Send them out. You can easily say that. Just send them out. Yeah. You can easily they're, say they're not fighting with each other. Um, I think we should. Um, <laughs> don't snap, sister. Oh my gosh, where'd you learn to do that? It's like um, welcome to the World Wrestling Federation podcast, where we will uh, we will. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to boldly go where no man has gone before. That's a nice hat you've got. It's my it's my hat. Am I ever going to get it back? Well, if you're comfortable with it on, keep it on. But um, but bring it to me before you go to sleep, yeah? Because otherwise, I will be, I'll be looking for my stuff, and I won't know where it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. I know you like it. It suits you, actually. It probably suits you better than it suits me. How did, how did Tartan Ted get into the podcast? <laughs> how did he even get here? That that teddy bear is as old as me, which is, my God, that's almost half a century. That's a long time. Half a century old teddy bear. That's literally. That, that's a long time to be a bear. <laughs> so it's a long time to be a bear wearing tar. <laughs> that's for sure. Together with a tartan. We are, we are not going to get very far today. We are not going. Okay, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you very much for the mischief and nonsense. I, um, yeah. For those listening to the audio, um, the girls have taken over everything, um, including sticking teddy bears on my head. Yes, yes. There we go. Um, anyway, we might actually get somewhere today. I don't know. It's one of those days. One of those crazy, crazy days. Right. Okay. Thank you. I'll I'll look after Wolfie. This is Wolfie. And uh, we'll we'll look after the uh, Tartan Menace there, and we will see how far we get. That was a that was a bit wild, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. That was a slightly unexpected 
introduction to things. Um, I, I thought that I was going to have time to get myself a coffee before we began, because as you can hear, my voice is um, just about to die. Um, help! <laughs> and after I finished washing the dishes help. today, I was just about half asleep already. <laughs> tell, tell us about washing the dishes. Was it difficult? Hard, wet, and not a very work. nice job. Some people's that's some that's some people's occupation. Like they get up every morning and they go to restaurants or clubs or other places and they wash the dishes. I mean, that's that's wild. How would you feel about doing that? I know. And yet I don't know how people can make money out of playing games. Um you know well there's a number of ways. It's a good it's a good point about games actually because we're supposed to be talking about virtual reality. We'll get there. Um, so how do you make money playing games? Number one, uh, sponsorships. Now people can people can actually donate to you when you're playing the game because they're enjoying watching you. Number two is some kind of product placement. You can get people or companies or organizations to sponsor you because once you've got a fan base, people who follow you, you're then an influencer. And if you can influence people, then you know, like big sports stars, right? You could um, like charge one dollar $1 or a pound per person if they want to continue watching your videos. Oh, yeah, you could charge people to watch. Um, although subscriptions rarely work in the free market world because people want to kind of watch things for free i don't that was a really terrible explanation but um what i mean by that is that um, subscriptions are like gateways to certain kinds of information so there's no point if you're working in the free market offering a subscription as a base however if you've got certain information you want to deliver specifically to certain groups of people then subscriptions work very well see those uh, um global magazines that uh, talk about finance and politics etc. I keep thinking about some ideas of how a top player might make money like somebody was to sponsor them and told them that we will keep giving you money if you keep keeping us at the top of the board. Yeah well maybe but winning competitions is another way to make money um, yeah, like, if you're good. Do, 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 do. Well, eSports e now has more followers than, tradition, tr than traditional sports because it's easier to access the eSports than it is the yeah, I've traditional already, sports. I've already played in a Beat Saber competition. Exactly. exactly. We, we, we don't know what first prize was yet, do we? I mean, hmm. We don't know what the person got. Anyway. Um, Probably about 30 so, pounds in a cinema ticket. I, I, I don't know, but... Um, it, mean, it's not the main like... point, but it does, it does incentivize some groups of people, but I, I, I don't think that money should be the main point. But if people are, you know, making back their expenses and investments, then um, then that's not bad overall, if you're getting money to reinvest in what it is that you that you love doing. Oh. Why are you yawning again? Last time we did a podcast, you started yawning instantly. What is it? I'm having a go at you. What is it with you? Last time, I don't know, but this time it's definitely because it's night. 
Because outside it's completely pitch black. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's night though. I mean, it's it's, it's only eight o'clock. I mean, that's not exactly night. I mean, if you feel tired, you could go to bed. You know that. <laughs> See you laugh. No way. <laughs> right. Moving along with the VR stuff. Right. We're moving along. Well, another thing that I have to do is um, I've got to check the stream is going out. Okay. Um, got to have some level of accountability. Don't steal my bear. <laughs> Don't you dare steal my bear there. Um, as I search for Facebook within my phone to check that everything is okay. Um, stop waving your teddy bear around. Um, by the way, uh, this is related to technology, and um, so if you do have any questions related to virtual reality and virtual, I can't speak. And could, Will, could you do me a favor? Could you go and say that Dad has lost his voice, and he would very much appreciate a cup of coffee um, if Mummy could make one for him. Could you go and do that now so that I don't lose my voice in the next two minutes? Okay. Okay. Just just hop off there and go and do that. And uh, I will take care of everything else. So um, I'm scrolling down my feed and uh, hopefully everything is going out okay. Just double check the sound and see what is going on there. Yeah, that sounds fine. Right. Rock and roll. As long as we have an internet connection, we can uh, we can do stuff. You know the the power of the internet to connect with people, and yet businesses are still not using all of that power. I mean, imagine you're a business with a thousand followers, and you could get a sort of daily message and reminder out to them. You could just hop onto Facebook Live, and you can do it from your mobile phone now. So, is um is it oh. coming? Mum says you got that bloody argument. Sorry, I got that what? I think it's because of that argument you had. What is because of the argument we had? I don't. That coffee that you were getting it. <laughs> Something like I'm like getting it, getting it, or you know I'm getting the coffee. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. Wasn't a very clear description of what she said. Well, uh, well, am I going to get, am I going to get a coffee or not? Judging by the sound. Well, yep, coffee. Oh, we can hear the kettle, but okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like. Yeah, of course. I hope it doesn't come with poison in it or something. Yikes! Right, right. there we go. Um, <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough, enough said. Um, I would be, you know, I'd be 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 happy to get anything thrown in my direction at the moment right um so this is all about virtual reality and since we've done the last podcast we've um we've upped and downed our game a little bit a couple of things to mention first there's a little one minute game clips that i've been adding up online to show people the different games that we've been playing for example, the Curse of the the what? Crimson Cauldron. The Curse of the Crimson Cauldron. Um, we discovered that, and so I put a little bit of that up online, and um, and so the the one minute clips can be found across all areas of social media. Also, in addition to that, I thought you were going to do your hair. 
Are you not going to spike? Yes, we sort of ran out of time. What? What? You had like half an hour to do it. What were you doing for that half an hour? The girls were giving me were giving me a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. The reason why you don't have your hair spiked is because your sister's giving you a massage. <laughs> yeah. The last time I saw that, what I saw was Jazz kicking you. Uh, I think, <laughs> well, I when you were away, Jazzy was massaging me. Okay, I don't want to know any more about and that. And was massaging me. Right. Um, so so we, we've upped our game in, in that respect. Also, since we did the last podcast, we have acquired a second... VR headset. A second VR headset. So there we go. Thank you very much. I, I would like... Oh, it's very full. I, I would like to take this opportunity to apologize to you for arguing with you earlier. Is 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 the apology apology going to be accepted or have you have you spat in my coffee? I think I'm spat in your coffee. Oh, already, already. Oh no. Oh no. I said oh. apology. Yeah. Wee 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 and I do like your T-shirt. Wait, wait, but isn't that not isn't that Will's T-shirt? No, that's yours. How come you, how come you got a Star Wars T-shirt and I didn't? Oh, sugar! It's so full, it's dripping all over me. Ah, the coffee! It looks like I've wet myself. <laughs> oh no! Revenge of the oh, coffee! No, it's so full. You know, you know, I only ever have half a cup. You know that. I've We've talked about that before. I never have more than half a cup of coffee because I don't want to spill it anywhere. It's happened. There was a trick. It was a trick. You tricked me. You it was a white elephant. It was. Then you were. Then you were going to distract me. Then you knew I was going to spill on myself and then look like a complete toadstool. Well, how, what was it? Wait, you ordered your own Christmas present for yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I didn't get one from you, so. Well, <laughs> no, no, I got a bed from you. That was a really good Christmas present. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Until this day. <laughs> but it did not fit under the Christmas tree, so. Well, no. Um, I'm, I'm only jealous. I'm only mentioning it because there's nothing cooler. There's nothing cooler than you. You are showing the T-shirt, right? There you go. It's there's not. There's not yeah. Are you wearing? Are you wearing anything on the T-shirt? No, no, no. Just because you went for a jog. <laughs> they do. They do. They're very hardy. There's nothing cooler than R2-D2 wearing a Christmas hat in March. Tangled up in Christmas lights. Tangled up in Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean your T-shirt. Right. Thank you. Thank you for the coffee. You've saved my life again. So, yeah. I surprised Will with... Stop. <laughs>
<laughs> Are you trying to put the microphone up your nose? <laughs> no, I'm trying to make it look like the microphone's my open mouth. Just about, just about is. Right. <laughs> um, so it was getting a bit frustrating having to share one headset between about five people. Yeah, we were like, sweet, sweet, I want to do this, I want to do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and if, if, you if you figure, if everybody gets 10 minutes, then that's one hour gone, basically. Yeah, so you only get ten minutes per hour. Like you get like once a day, and that's like not much VR experience. So, so I invested in um, a second headset, and um, don't pick your nose. I'm not picking it. I'm scratching under it because it's itchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really close. Yeah, if you um. I'm going to be really, I'm going to be annoying dad and say that if you bang on this, it makes lots of noise. Remember? We talked about that before. Oh, right. Sorry. Forgot. You forgot. Right. Moving along. Moving, <laughs> moving along, keeping things going. So what's it like having two headsets? Obviously, you can't wear two at the same time. So what's it like having two VR headsets? Well, but Oculus Quest, by the way. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about untethered lifestyle we're talking about untethered reality no cables mm -hmm. attached to anything you spoon no cables attached to anything um so what's it like how, how has it changed our experience it's cool say that again cool 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 because it sounded like you said poo <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah we don't we don't want that right um it's cool. Okay, so why is it cool? Let's go into more. Let's go into depth. Why is it cool? Two VR headsets means multiplayer. It does. It means that we can challenge each other. And not only just challenge each other, it means we can co-op, which yeah, means Yeah, like in Hyperdash. It means we can be on the same team, basically. Yeah, Hyperdash recently got an update. It did. Alpha three. And Alpha three is amazing. We haven't played it for a week, and it's that's a, that's a crime. It, it's a crime not to play Hyperdash for a whole week. They've upgraded the maps. They've upgraded the weapons. Yep, yep. They've 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 tweaked it in lots of ways, and it's a, you know what's good about that? It's that you can you can join in a game. You know what game you're joining in. You can choose which side you want to be on. Um, and they've got lots of other little tweaks you can make. It's so easy to join in multiplayer. Whereas in other games, it's just so complicated. They make it so complicated. Yeah, except... or, 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 yeah, just, I want to hear what you want to say, but I want to add one more thing, which is that, that sometimes they want you to buy the game twice if you've got two headsets. Twice. They want you to buy two copies. And, and each headset functions on one account. So you'd, you'd have to buy one game for, have two accounts and buy one game for each account. The one you'd buy, that would be like 60, 60 pounds for one game. Like if you say like 30 pounds would be like a game, like a, like the most expensive good games cost like 30 pounds, right? So you'd have to be 60 pounds for one game. I think that's way too much. 60 pounds for a multiplayer. Just to play multiplayer with somebody else in the same place as you. Way too much. 
That's way too much because if you think about Quest's retail for around five hundred pounds, yeah, and so that's one tenth. That's ten percent of the price of a Quest. More than ten percent for just to play one game. I don't think that's way too much. Um, but um, I'm happy that these opportunities ex exist. But um, there's also limitations as well. And buying the same game twice just seems retarded to me, but um, maybe I'm wrong. Hard to say. So far, 20 and a half minutes have passed. Uh... Yeah, okay. Keys to podcasting, Will. One thing you don't do is mention the time. Oof. Because the idea is that people listening lose track of time because they're enjoying it. And when you mention the time, it uh, disrupts their focus. Yikes! Oops. There you go. But you didn't know that, so... You know, it's not its not even really a mistake because you just, just didn't know that, right? Cause... I just said whatever popped into my head. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't say whatever pops into my head because lots of weird stuff pops into my head. Like if I, if I was sitting here and I went, pink elephant, green taxi, right, that, that, that wouldn't, people would be like, he's lost it. One of his screws is loose. He's uh, one grape short of the bunch. Half a banana short of a picnic. Yeah. So. Okay, Will, Will thinks that's funny. By the way, at around twenty minute, at around the twenty minute mark is about a good time to do an introduction. Okay. I'm G. I'm the dad. This is Will. Welcome to William's Wonderful World, which is a which should be a podcast about virtual reality gaming, um, especially with the Oculus-based system. So, because um, Will loves gaming, right? Yeah, I played Rage. That's a microphone. So, you talk into it. The bear, the, the, <laughs> putting the microphone to the bear is not going to help. I played Xbox 360 video game Rage and for some time and apparently I've lost track of what's going on in some of the controls. Maybe Can I, I could try it again in my room once I've finished Injustice Gods Among Us. Okay, I think that's a sidetrack question. Can I tell you a secret? What? Talking to the mic. That's not the secret though. Can I tell okay. you a secret? Okay. Right. The secret is that um the secret is I did not buy an Xbox One yesterday. There was one for sale locally. There was an Xbox One for sale for £130 with, uh, I think, six or seven games and two controllers and a couple of other extra little bits and pieces. And it was a great deal. And I really, really, really thought hard about buying it for you. And because I like technology as well for me, but it would be more for you because you play the games on it. I just mess around with it and see what all the functions do. You just, um, you just go tap, tap, Will, tap. Will, that is a microphone. Wait, you just go. If you don't talk into it, I am going to tape it to your face. Right? You and just, there'll be no escape. You just go, you just go tap, plug, plug. Well, I just go clickety-clackety-clickety-clackety-clickety-clackety-clickety-clackety. Yeah, that's the kind of noise the plastic buttons make yeah um yeah. so so i was this close to buying one yesterday and i decided not to because must have been costly oh 
Wow, what a great comment. Thank you for inputting that. I appreciate that. It, it was a bit costly, but then I was thinking, is it a step backwards or is it a step forwards? I don't know. I just keep thinking that maybe if we continue following the trail of people releasing new gaming consoles that are soon might be wireless. Yeah. I want to go forwards rather than backwards. I thought backwards is still interesting. Um, I definitely want to go forwards and try and try new things. And my thought was really, really at some point down the line, I want, it's not I want, I think it would be fun to have like a gaming computer that attached to the Oculus and we could do more streaming of games like that. But um, I really don't have enough money for that, that's for sure. Um, if somebody would like to donate one, dun, 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 that never happens. Um, so, so I thought that the money would maybe be better invested in a gaming computer or in shadow computing, in a shadow PC, yep, which we were talking about. I just about. thought of something. Yep. About Shadow PC. About Shadow PC. Um, if it, if your computer is not physically where it is, then that could possibly mean on the other side of the planet, someone could be snooping around your files. See, I have no problem with people snooping around my stuff because I don't have anything hidden. Right? What if what if you what if they had something to use against you, like to stop you streaming videos or something um if anybody this is how i would treat it if anybody ever found anything that they thought they could use against me and some people are like that they look for stuff like that i would actually embrace it and i'll tell you why because that would take the power away from it because what they want to do is make you scared and fearful and frightened and they want to change you and your behavior. That's what they want to do. And um, I would embrace it and say, thank you very much for bringing that out. Let's talk about it. And more importantly, let's talk about why it's important to you. Um, so, you know, I'm sure there's people who could say, oh, you did this and this is wrong because life is full of that, right? But... Um, more important is why would you want to focus on the negative rather than the positive? Um, you know what we talked about? The fact that you don't spark talking to the mic ever? No, uh, no, uh, we haven't actually gotten to the game we're talking about yet. We're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, I know. But if you listen to a lot of podcasts, background secrets, a lot of what they talk about is irrelevant to the main topic, um, which is good and bad. The good side of it is you never know what you're going to hear. Especially if you listen to like some of the NASCAR podcasts that I listen to. Some of them just don't talk oh. about anything NASCAR at all. Please don't fall asleep because that will make the listeners fall asleep as well. And that won't be cool. Um, the, the, the bad side is that people, some people want short, sharp shocks. And if we're... Uh, <laughs> what are you doing with that teddy bear? Um, you, you want the teddy bear to replace you on this podcast, don't you? Anyway, for those who can't see it, it's a little blue bear wearing it like a tartan. I don't know whether to just, is it a jumpsuit? Is it dungarees? I don't even know how to describe that. that that's beyond my abilities. Um, 
so there. Right, so did you have any thoughts when the second quest arrived? You know, did you think, oh, that's cool, or what is he doing, or that'll work, or that'll not work, or, you know, what was in your head? When I first knew, I was that's like... That's a microphone, you talking when to I first, <laughs> When I first learned about that second headset, I was like, what the... What the, friends? <laughs> what the... What the what? Right. Okay, did you think it was crazy, or what did you think? I thought it was crazy awesome. Crazy awesome. Okay, I like that terminology. I might steal that. Cool. Um, right. So that's the update. So this is where we are. And um, we're still exploring the virtual world. And what we'd like to bring to you today is our experiences with, <laughs> finally, our experiences with Rec Room. Now, good title, R-E-C, room. And of course, rec has double meaning, right? Like record. Well, well, record as well, but rec as in recreation. Like recreate. Like that's a micro. Mic Will, you see this? You see how the microphone swings backwards and forwards here? I'm going to swing it into your <laughs> vicinity. <laughs> right? Right, as you see, getting closer to your face. It's getting closer to your face. Don't swallow it. Don't, 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 look, don't, don't. I don't know how I'm going to edit that out if you swallow the microphone. It's going to be impossible. And this is the sound of my son choking to death. Top. I think when you put a camera in front of kids, they just do weird stuff right um anyway um rec room no rec, rec as in rec usually means recreation that's where the recreation room comes from and also rec as in destroy <laughs> right rec as in wreck it ralph right as in to destroy everything or tyrannosaurus rex <laughs> what you call a dinosaur that breaks everything <laughs> Dinosaurus <laughs> Rex. Do you know any other dinosaur jokes? Mm. What do you call a short-sighted dinosaur? Uh, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> I can't pronounce this right. Do you think he saw us? That's not that funny. Okay. You don't know any other dinosaur jokes? Nope. No. Uh, uh, Even uh. though only a one or two weeks ago I read it. You read a lot of them, didn't you? Sort of. Yeah. Jokes are hard to remember for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, so we're here to talk about Rec Room. Rec Room. And um, uh, this is available on PlayStation VR, on the Oculus systems the rift and um the quest and i believe it's also on the traditional flat screen systems as well and uh, do you know what they call the flat screen systems now they call them pancakes <laughs> yeah i'm serious they call them pancakes it's very derogatory which means negative of course All right so um it, it almost it's almost insulting term for Computers. Oh, yeah, for computers now, because that's it's not a computer, it's a pancake. <laughs> right. 
Which is kind of silly because pancake is a silly name, but pancakes are cool, right? Because you can put. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. It's like you're pretending to eat a pancake. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Nom, nom, nom. Um, so, uh, yeah, don't eat your computer. It's right? <laughs> a piece of advice. Um, <laughs> despite the fact it's full of chips. <laughs> a joke. It's a joke, I know. I was just telling, that was actually the worst joke I've ever done in my life. Uh, yeah. yeah um. But I suppose it depends how many bites, right? <laughs> oh dear. Father-son humor is to be avoided, I think, at all times. Um, so, what, Rec Room. How do we describe... Okay, so you're up, Will. You've got to describe... Not the games, but the overall picture of what is Rec Room from your perspective. I say it's like a VR Roblox kind of thing. Okay, go into more detail about what Roblox is and how the VR Roblox relates to it. Because what if people don't know what Roblox is? It doesn't, it doesn't Roblox matter. is... A... Oh, look, somebody gave us a like. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. look, Kali Amade joined. Um, I don't know if um, Callie's got some kids, and I don't know if they do any computer gaming and stuff. But um, if they do do any gaming, um, let us know. Sort of, you know, do they do it on a PC? Do they um, do they have a games system? Um, she's out in the USA somewhere, I think. I hope. I hope I got that right. Um, and um, did a podcast with her many moons ago. In ancient history, right? Um, so, Will, you're up. Okay. Th thank you for Roblox is hi, like a spot for being so you get to play a game with somebody else and you can chat with them. Okay, so it's it's like one game with lots of other mini games inside of it. Is that right? Mm. No. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Basically, it's like a mini pocket arcade. Ah, that's a great description. It's uh, like a mini pocket arcade with way more games than anybody can imagine. So you could be busy with it for the rest of your life? Just about. Yeah. yeah. But you can chat with people in the game as well. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of worries me a little bit as a parent because I don't exactly know who you're uh, chatting with. I don't um, really chat with anyone. I just do it for the game. Yeah, your sister chats with some people. Oh, look, Callie's written some notes up. Um, she's written, he plays Minecraft. Look at that. I play Minecraft. This is a Minecraft monster here. Yeah, so. I built a giant floating castle with a lava moat. Uh, what could be cooler than that? Um, actually, having a real one would be cooler than that. But um, I love the... Exper experimentability i just made up a word is that a word i don't even know if that's a word I, it's it's great um and it goes to show you that gameplay beats graphics because the graphics are not um it's all that chunky blocky stuff so you don't need perfect graphics you just need great gameplay um anyway so um yeah we do minecraft as well i say we i mean they <laughs> do minecraft i just kind of watch and i'm confused because there's too many buttons and functions. Um, yeah, like the fly and creative. Sorry, what? 
double A, flying creative. You can fly around. That's cheating. Right. Um, How do you think I built my floating fort? I have no idea. That I took me maybe a whole week. Is it still there in the game? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I think we were looking at it from the because we talked about like the, the VR implications of, of uh, if Minecraft was going to be in VR and Minecraft didn't want to go down that road, which is a bit crazy because because VR is awesome. It's the next level of everything. And I was I was watching a video earlier today about this guy who's who's on a plane and he's doing VR on the plane. And it was one of those big, I guess Boeing jumbo planes and they had like a little bar on it. And he's, um, he's at the what's up? When you say like jumbo, I imagine like with a jacuzzi pool, beds on the plane. Nice seats everywhere. I think that's a different kind of plane. Good bar. <laughs> um good bar. Yeah. <laughs> you've just you've just you've just designed my dream plane. Well. Um so so anyway, he said that um, he was letting people try the VR headset and he said that while they were on the flight several people who were on the plane ordered VR headsets because it was so cool because of the experience because it doesn't when you see it online it when you see when you see pictures of it or, or the, on the flat screen it doesn't translate as to how immersive the whole thing is it you doesn't have to actually tried if you want to find out how cool it is yeah cuz you know what's crazy like i look through my phone at the different games and like try to guess whether or not they're good but you just can't tell on a pancake <laughs> You can't tell on a miniature pancake. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell if they're going to be good or not. You might as well just flip it on the pan. You, you, you can. And it's all about the experience as as well. Because just, just being immersed and not having that immersion broken so that you just drift away into another place. Anyway. Yeah, she uh, wrote some more. Oh, yeah? Um, Iowa. Yes, I agree. Um. I don't know what she agrees with, but <laughs> but at least she agrees. So um, so that's cool. Somebody agrees with us, Will. I watched a small little video game video, and and in the video, it showed like different the... look. Um, Sorry, I'll shut up. It was like Dad told me to like watch like a video game documentary. That was part of his homework, was to watch a documentary about I video games. I watched one, I picked one, and God. it was cool. Hosted yeah. by a skateboarder. Who was? Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, yeah. And he's got those those famous games that, that he's been involved in as yeah, well. Yeah, like Tony Hawk's Underground. Yeah, and Tony Hawk's Proving Ground, and um, lots of other little cool things. Um, and the second one, Dad picked, which, which show... Which showed the location of a arcade in U in the USA, like a giant arcade place. I don't remember that one, but okay. Um, well, the point was that uh, it was really cool to watch a little bit about the history of gaming because it's such a large part of modern culture with all the technology. And um, um, I hope that you learn something from it that you can integrate into the different games, and you can when you know what happens. Like every couple of years, games come back around. And yeah, like Quake came around in Quake Two Quest. Yeah, yeah, the Quest version of Quake and um, Half Life is coming back in uh, VR, which is kind of like a horror shooter kind of thing. I'm not sure that I'm really that excited about it, but um, I don't know what's called Half Life. Um, 
I think it's to do with radiation because there's they're experimenting with radiation in the first game and yeah. something explodes and everybody gets radiated and, and mutated and half-life is like the radio radioactivity the I don't know what to call do you call them isotopes that are sort of measured in half-lives so like how quickly they lose their radioactivity so like some are like 10,000 years they have they lose half their radioactivity was that a terrible explanation what i think yep. about it is that they find some kind of specimen of possible new power source mm -hmm. push it in everything starts fizzing around like crazy well that's the original game actually and then boom 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 yeah boom and then Right after the boom, there's like electricity fizzing everywhere, and then you literally get zapped into other worlds. I don't normally get motion sickness, but that Half-Life VR gave me motion sickness, and I think it's because it's not meant to be in VR, um, because it's like the updated original version. So um, I just think of it as an if you get you get Quake, zapped, Quake didn't give me that. Sorry. You get zapped by radiation, and you. Just zapped into other worlds where you see other things going on, like other monsters. I even got a clear view for like literally five seconds of a whole other dimension where everything was pink and purple and there were like small little monsters crawling around on four legs. Well, what you don't know is that in a couple of weeks, a new VR version of that original game is going to be released. What do you mean, like? fully immersive vr with updated graphics and updated gameplay you mean it's like half-life one only improved yeah yeah it's like a complete upgrade to vr the original game but it's all it's all been redone from from point zero so they you mean they do the same so they have the same story but like different characters or something no they have the same story but they rebuilt the game from nothing so that it all is integrated into the modern technology the same story Good, it's the, good uh, thing it's the same story because well well i don't think it's exactly the same story because it's called half-life alex it's not called half-life so it's a special version of it anyway they have the same they still have the same creepy characters in it what um, like the giant walking like eek, 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 eek. <laughs> something like that the two bulging eyes <laughs> just, yes that's an actual thing in half-life just, remind, just reminds me of babka okay <laughs> Anyway, I'm uh, moving on. Um, I didn't say that, right? Um, sweet, sweet old lady. So, um, anyway, lost my, lost my train of thought. We, you know what we haven't got to yet? Rec room. Yeah, let's move along with that before this thing reaches. Okay, so um, basically, rec room is a, uh, it's like a universe. Here's the lowdown. It's a game. But the game puts you basically on a university campus that's full of hundreds of games. Now, some of them are official, and some of them are made by the people who um, visit the game. And uh, basically, they give you a dorm room to stay in. They give you a recreation a recreation room to run around in. And then they give you lots of games that you can jump into. Yeah, like Paintball, Rise of Jumbotron, Curse of the Crimson Cauldron, Quest for the Golden Trophy. Wow. Did you miss one of them at? Dun, dun, dun. Laser tag. Oh right, laser tag. Yeah. Um. So they've got these games, and um, what's cool about the games is they're 
multiplayer co-op, so you have to work together with the other players. You have to work together to get through the games. Paintball team. Well, that's Mike talking. The other in paintball, it only seems to be the enemy team that wins when me and Dad are on the team. Uh, What Will is saying is that we are absolutely terrible. Do you like my Spider-Man mug? Mug being the operative word. Anyway. Um, so we want to talk about it the, because there's hundreds of games. You can't go through them all. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. We want to talk about the top ones. We'll talk about what we recommend. So um, we're going to start with number one, paintball. Can you talk a little bit about the paintball? Paintball, it's fun. You spawn off with a single handgun. You're supposed to capture the enemy flag and bring it to your base. Okay. You do that, you score a point. First to three with the team with the first to three flag captures wins. Or I think there's a clock ticking down. Yeah, well. but if you don't make it to three, the person with the most the team with the most scores wins. Absolutely. Now there's different guns that you can pick up. And, yeah, there's um, recently a new gun which I call a blurby gun. Which just fires paint, big big splotches of paint on everyone and everything and it's got it's great that you can real time the game with people all over the world i'm stunned by that technology i'm stunned that me and you can be in the same room playing the game as somebody halfway around the world and we can all communicate in semi-real time i mean it's it's wild I, i can't wait to see where the technology is going in terms of communication um but to get people to use the technology games is a great way that's where i think games feed into everything they're a way to get people to to use all the technology now um we've got so paintball paintball's cool and there's different parks and um there's a what, what's cinema park sunset cinema sunset cinema classic there's, drive through and sit and watch yeah and there, there's a park and i can't and remember there's what like that. a giant riverwood forest park yeah place. yep absolutely um and it's just cool it's just cool the way it's done um everything you could want is there it's done in a very fun way and um people need to collaborate to uh to to get their their team through it and um it's fast-paced and um, you you respawn after you die quickly. And, yeah, like about uh, three seconds. It's very cool. Can you also you can also high five people to respawn revive. Them, revive as long them as faster. you do it within the right three seconds. So paintball is cool. Okay, what else? What what's what's the second game? The second game uh, we'll talk about laser tag. Yeah. Okay. Give us a brief overview. If you don't want to do it with robots following you around in the actual competition, you can just shoot each other and play around. But if somebody hits the start button, you spawn with a whole tag team of robots on your side. And the enemy does that too. And you're supposed to play. And the first team to 400 points wins. You get 10 points for killing a person, 3 to 2 points for killing a bot. You got all of that from the game we played the other day. I didn't get any of that information. And about every, six, every 60 seconds, there is a power weapon that spawns in the center of it all. You pick it up, and when you fire it, it's like a super laser cannon. It just goes. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, 
and so there's a whole area it's kind of futuristic sort of blade runner style lots of neon glowing um, signs and buildings and uh, a couple of different levels to jump around on and uh, once again it's fast paced there's different guns and you're split into two teams and you know it's a it's a time limit death match basically and um it's it's just kind of fun to, to run around and um explore and of course you need to work as a team as well it's also great the way with quest that the you can hear what other people are saying because it's got the inbuilt microphone the microphone's not great quality but it's good for what it is it does the job it means you can hear other people and communicate with them and talk to them yeah i that maybe Rec Room has had like an update with the audio because the first time I played Rec Room, the sound of other people speaking gave me a massive headache. Yeah, it kind of depends who's there. I mean, some people don't want their mic on at all, and other people just talk, 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 talk. And um, I like the talking because you, you get to learn about what other people are thinking. Yeah, um, like sometimes you hear the old bad word, but uh, yeah, you know, we, that's like uh, we made friends with a Mexi digger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is a place where you can meet some like-minded people and share experiences, and there is the opportunity to make friends on there as well, which is which is kind of cool. Be careful, you know, parents monitor your kids, make sure that uh, everything is above board. Um, do that. Don't just leave it uh, up to them. You know, just have a little overview of what's going on. It's just probably cool to do that. So. Um, paintball, laser tag, Rise of Jumbotron is a great game. So, talk about that. You're on a quest. I don't know exactly the whole story of this whole quest thing, but you just go in, and you, first, when you hit start, when you hit start on the start panel, you spawn off in an armory room where you can arm yourself with basic weapons. I always go for one machine gun over the back and one machine gun in my hand. And there's a lot of bad robots that come at you from all sides and drop down from the ceiling. And um, and then there are little, little mouse bots with bombs attached to them. They mm -hmm. touch you. Boom. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot to get around. And you have to work together as a team. And if you get killed, you can high, you got to high five each other to stay alive. And, uh, and if everybody dies, it says our heroes have failed. It, it does <laughs> it does and um it's it's very quick it's very immersive um it's a lot of fun and um you can do it with with your friends or you can do it with random people and it's just great gameplay obviously you're working through different levels and I don't know what else to say about it. It's just fun. It, that was the first game that I played in Rec Room that made me go, this is cool. Yeah, this is cool. Just because you do have to work together. And I think all those games that bring people together where you're not just fighting against other people, but solving problems are the way forward. Right. Um, so, Quest for the Golden Trophy. Give us a quick spiel. It's like Rise of Jumbotron only put about around 500 years back okay you spot when you hit the start on the start panel you spawn off in an armory room where there are swords and bows and arrows and if you go far enough into the get into the game 
You won't find a crossbow. Okay. I had the crossbow a couple of times. There's more than swords and bows and arrows. There's boomsticks. That's in Curse of the Crimson Cauldron. I've gotten them confused. What are we talking about? Quest for the Golden Trophy. Oh, Quest for the Golden Trophy and Quest for the Crimson Cauldron. <laughs> I've got them mixed up. And um, it's understandable because once you've played them, you can see the similar mechanics in the games as well. Okay. So. In Quest of the Golden Trophy, when you start off the game and you have your weapons, which I normally prefer something like a bow and arrow or a single-handed sword, mm-hmm. you'll march in and there's like a... There is... You just walk through and then there are goblins you have to battle. Ah, yes. There's only one stage I can like remember, remember. The 5th of November. It was what a stage that you were in the middle of a platform and there was lava everywhere. Okay. And there were weapons everywhere and there were goblin, like flying goblins holding cannons everywhere. There's nothing more dangerous than a flying goblin holding a cannon. Except maybe you holding a cannon. Mm. Anyway. It's a great game. Um, there's lots of this. They're just fun games to jump into, jump out of, have a little fun, get involved in a little bit of teamwork. There's no, the mechanics are very similar in all the in all the games. You kind of mechanics are they, they don't overdo the graphics of the, of the people because it's just you get the head and the body and the arms. They don't even bother about adding legs in there, and I don't think they need to because who cares about that element of the mechanic? You want you want fluidity. In the games you want them to be smooth and you want games you want to be able to pick up quickly and play as well especially in rec room so what's the next one curse of the crimson cauldron okay so the one we talked about before was what the curse of one we did before curse of the crimson cauldron was quest for golden trophy okay see see my, my brain is not big enough to uh there's, there's so much within the game itself. The, the games, the games within the game, are so epic, and there's so much to explore that you could just get that one game and just spend time in there, hopping around, looking at stuff, meeting people, discovering. Tell us about the game. Curse of the Crimson Cauldron. Well, well, this is the four hundredth time that I've had to tell you to speak into the mic. Curse of the Crimson Cauldron is like a. Mythical wizard place where you battle goblins to, I don't know, find something about, find out something about a curse or something. Except in this one, you've got... Boom. <clears throat> boomsticks? Is this the one with boomsticks? I just want to say boomsticks because it just sounds cool. Yes, boomsticks. <laughs> right. Um, what are boomsticks? You've got a firework attached to a stick. Well, there's you, a microphone. you got a firework. This, this, thing, this, this thing with a big black soft part <laughs> on the end that I'm mashing you on the face <laughs> with right now. Okay. Oh, that was your tooth, right? Uh, no, your... That was your chin. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Not? Okay. Boomsticks, you've got a firework attached to a stick, and if you hit the trigger on your controllers and wait a couple seconds, boom! Ta-da. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a cool tool to have in your armory. The goblins are also funny as well because uh, some of them pick up shields and protect themselves. And, and some of them 
and shields and spears and so the mechanics are cool cannons and the other ones have super cannons which fire out multiple blasts at a and time it, you know what else is cool about that game is like the graphics look like it's been built inside of like a school sports hall or something like that it, it, it's it's semi-realistic they don't they don't try to make it look like you're in another world so there's a kind like of an element with, of humor like they there. do with mass effect um yeah exactly exactly they're like this is a fun other world but it's within the world that you're in anyway and it's very nicely done it's very neat yeah it's done. like acting in a play Exactly. That's a nice way of describing it. It's like it. acting in a play, and in every act, I'm just a, I'm just imagining what could be possible if you could actually do something like that. Well, I mean, you could have like tube, like cardboard tubes for the holes, and you could have like tiny isolates in the walls, and there'd be like a giant scaffolding outside for people to see what's going on inside. There's a lot of wild stuff happening in your head. Which is cool. I like that idea. Just don't do it in the flat, please. Because <laughs> there's just not enough room. There's <laughs> not, not enough, enough room. room for a scaffolding with a cardboard. Because there's, not enough, room to, there's not enough room to play Titan VR. We need another half a meter that we don't have. But um, respect to all those people playing big games in small spaces. Um, and not hitting each other. And you know what's cool? The girls, your sisters love Rec Room as well. Like, yeah, they try so much... decorating your dorm. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. It's so cool. They can play around with stuff in the dorm and they can decorate. And They may have made a huge mess in it. But that's all they do. Well. <laughs> Good thing there's not many stuff in that girls. dorm. Girls, this is my experience. It's not everybody's experience, but my experience is that girls make a bigger mess than boys. Boys are messy, but... yeah. Girls are on another level. Every time my room gets messy, it doesn't get messy until either one of the girls step inside my yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, but also you're older as well, so that's another thing to think about that you've got more respect for things, and you have more experience, and you don't want to see mom and dad lose it, which they do sometimes when things get too messy. Um, but that's our problem, anyway. Um, there's all this cool stuff about 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 the games within the games and um, I was checking as well there's a couple of good online communities on Facebook where people talk about Rec Room and the different elements and there's a lot of other games that we haven't explored and people are building their own worlds there's a lot of Pokemon worlds to explore there's not much happening in them it's just nice to walk around them and have that experience Spidey Marvel characters and DC characters and uh, um, things going on there where people have tried to build their own games it's um it's a really creative environment and from what i've seen online people are still trying to build new things and, and integrate new ideas there so um it's a great game within a game and what else is cool is that i bought one copy of the game and we can use it on two headsets if you sign in with two different email addresses and that's solving a massive problem and it's cool that you can do that it's like smooth sailing it is absolutely smooth sailing Will, thank you very much for your input. You've been a star. Um, what should we talk about in the next one? Dun, dun, dun. Literally, I have no clue. Okay, that's cool. I just threw that one out there because I'm um, changing direction very quickly because um, time is of the essence and you give me an hour of your time and I really appreciate and respect that so much. Um, 
Are you going to give Rec Room a number out of 10? Just to finish on. Nine. Nine. Okay, what's missing? Why not 10? They need more officials. People monitoring what's happening. Well, they need more official games. Ah, okay. And the levels need to be a lot easier. Because people my age can't even get past the first stage of Curse of the oh, It's a mix. Cauldron. The other thing is that you've got a massive mix of... You've got people playing it who are 50 and people playing it who are 5. There's not many other games that cross over that age range. It's quite fascinating. Um, and and that in general is a good thing, that uh, everyone's working together and learning from each other. So It's hard to imagine a 50-year-old even trying to understand the whole idea of Rise of Jumbotron. I'm not sure I understand it all myself. I just know that it's a challenge and to do a challenge is cool. Um, if you're interested in more information about what it is that we do, we don't really have any. Um, check out the YouTube channel uh, where you'll find Will's wonderful world, um, elements of gameplay, and talking, us talking about um, our experience, experiences uh, with the Oculus Quest. Um, to everybody out there who plays games, stay at it, stick with it, enjoy it. Um, life is for the living. Um, you got to have some fun. And um, me and Will will be back again soon with another little bit of uh, chit chat. Is there anything else you want to add? Well, I finished it rather abruptly today because I, time is ticking on and it could go on forever. And I don't want to. If you don't like motion, forever. if you don't like motion sickness, like heavy stuff like smooth jumps and like over smooth running over bumpy stuff well i don't think anybody likes motion sickness well if you have motion sickness with smooth moving over bumpy pavement then what like walking <laughs> no i mean like in rec room like you have a bumpy surface and you just mm. smoothly glide over it you that's cool motion sickness via that then I don't recommend it because there's lots of bumpy terrain, like getting on the mats, getting off the mats. I think it's just done rather well, though. It's done rather well. People need to experience it. Check it out. It's worthwhile. The great thing about Oculus Games is that you can buy them, and if you play it for less than two hours and you have the game for less than two weeks, you can get a full refund if you don't like it, and that's really nice. So um, Oculus have done a great deal that way. Um Lots of things they need to work on, adding more things into the store. And uh, they need to stop doing stupid things like rejecting Crisis Frigade from the official store. Because yeah, it's I a mean, great game. Crisis Frigade is epic, epic, epic. It's a great game as well. Check that out. Um, lots more stuff coming. Check out the great other YouTube channels out there that are producing weekly podcasts on uh, and episodes on all the latest technology and games and everything's changing week by week by week it, it's so fast there's there's new stuff every single day now so it's a great time to be alive and to be interested in all the things that are coming down the line wherever you are we wish you a fantastic day thank you very much for tuning in um this is a uh, goodbye from g and will Todd and ted um wolfie and my spider-man mug say bye to the world Will. <laughs>